This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He said, we're going to win this game. I'm confident in that. Do you think that could be taken as bulletin board material? I mean, what do my postal say? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, we fully, I fully expect to win every game I've ever competed in. I mean, that's that's what sports is all about. That's what the NFL. I, I trust me. I understand how hard it is. They're working hard. We're working hard. But yeah, we, we we're clearly planning on going, to, you know, to Washington to win the game. I mean, there's there's no doubt about that. I don't think it's important. I think that's the big mistake. Is because as far as I'm concerned, you know, you do that for a couple of reasons. One is you want to get in our head. And so I've told our players, this is that's interesting. It's not important. What's important is our preparation, getting ready to play on Sunday. Secondly, he's trying to convince his team. You know, so again, I think that's another mistake because he's now made it about him and what he said. It's not about his players anymore. So I think that's the big mistake. That's why to me, you know, you don't do those things. What you do is you focus in on, you get ready and you play football. We show up on Sunday and we'll see what happens. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. The voices there of Mike McCarthy, followed up by Ron Rivera, setting the stage for the Cowboys and the Washington football team on Sunday from Landover, Maryland. Cowboys now sitting at a four-and-a-half-point number, four-and-a-half-point favorites on FanDuel Sportsbook. Total on the game of 48 before we get to this matchup and how we're playing this one and which side we're on, this is how you know we're getting to the big games of the season. That stuff doesn't happen in September. Like, no one's saying those things in September. And even if one coach did, like, no one, but, like, who cares? Like, that but, games mean something now. Okay, after seeing the headline, McCarthy guarantees win, and then hearing that, if he said anything different, if I'm a player on that team, if I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm pissed. He said exactly what he is supposed to say. Sure. You're supposed to think you're going to win every game. If he said, oh, I don't know, maybe it's a coin flip. We'll see which, you know, which team has the best game plan, which guys execute. I don't want to hear that. I'm like, yeah, I think we're going to win. I think we're going to win every damn week. That's what you're supposed to say. It, it's a nothing, but it's not a nothing in the football team locker room. And Rivera's playing it up, and there's going to be no context provided for Washington. And, and that's the important thing. I also like the reverse psychology of Ron Rivera there, Aaron, when he said Mike McCarthy's trying to convince his team. Like, he basically turned around like he doesn't even believe yeah, what he's saying. He's just that trying to tell his team that. I thought Rivera won that back and Me forth. Too. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He was just like, he just shot it down like, your concerns are not my concerns type of vibe. Like, right. he's, I mean, he's taking the high road. Our concerns. McCarthy's never going to win a back and forth. I mean, ever. No, so. he's a goofball. He's a goofball. He's, he is a goofball, though, favored by four and a half points on Sunday in Washington. Yeah. What do we make of this? All right, so Washington is coming off of, obviously, they're in the midst of their best stretch. They win again last week. They, they're winning these weird games. They're like the anti-Vikings in a way. Like, you, you kind of just are starting to trust Washington to find a way to win these games over the past month. Meanwhile, Dallas, they've been down. And even last week when they came back up, I, I still – there's something about their offense that's not quite the same as it was early in the season. Like, they were just 
I guess since the Atlanta game, remember the Atlanta game about a month ago where they just blew the doors off Atlanta? Since then, it's been choppy offensively. They've had good moments, bad moments. Dak has not been at his best. Early in the week, my first thought was Cowboys. More playmakers, yeah. better quarterback, better team. As the week has gone on, that number is loose. I'm just staring at that number. It's now up to four and a half, and, and I, I don't know if the Cowboys are the right side anymore. So now some of the public money appears to be coming in because it was it was going down. I mean, at one point right. it was at four, and I thought that was the bottom, and now it seems like Dallas is getting some support. It's gone up a little bit. Dallas is sneakily one of the best teams ATS this year. They're 9-3 yep. against the spread. They've been terrific on the road, which surprises a lot of people. They think, oh, Dallas is going to be great at home. No, they've been a lot better on the road this year. They're 5-1 and one against the spread. And I don't know what to do with Washington. Now, offensively, we've talked about how efficient Heineke has been during this win streak and how they performed well at the run game. McKissick did return to practice yesterday, certainly notable uh, with how we've seen him play throughout the year. But I'm just wondering, okay, so are we back to last year's Washington defense? Now, I know it's it looks different, and it is, because you're missing some of the star pass rushers, but have they figured it out? Right? Are we going to go back to seeing them getting lit up in the secondary like we did over the first couple months of the season? If we are, this is a good spot for it because not only is it the aerial attack of Dak Prescott and company, but remember, Lamb and Cooper were out in weeks 11 and 12. Right. And maybe they're working their way back into form in week number 13 when most of us were not impressed. And now they're coming off the long week, extra time to prepare healthier healthier especially dealing with covid you know talk to people that have had it it's it's a few weeks it's a few weeks so you may be gone a week or two but that first week back and we see it like guys are not the same yep. they're not the same so rogers maybe, rogers wasn't may, yes absolutely uh lamar when he's returned yep. from some of his stuff so this could be this could be a blow up spot i i'm like you i have gone back and forth on this one this week but I understand why some sharper betters are looking at Washington. They're the hot team. Defense much better at home. Divisional matchup getting more than a field goal. I think this could be a close game. Um, I've gone back and forth as well. The Washington defense has stepped up. Even though they don't have Chase Young, they've actually been playing better, which is crazy, allowing just 15 points the last couple weeks. And don't forget, they also held the Buccaneers um, to 19 points. And then on the other side, I mean, the Cowboys still have the number one offense, um, 416.3 points per game. This could be a close game. It's a division game. Washington's at home, which, eh, I don't think that matters in this matchup. But uh, I oof, I don't know. Logan Thomas this, is uh, on injured reserve now. So right. they, that, they, they were excited. They were excited yeah. about his return. I did, I did mention McKissick is back on the field. Landon Collins returned to practice yesterday, too. He didn't play over the weekend. Uh, Jamin Davis uh, did, has not been practicing this week. So the Washington He's a good player. Report, yeah. yeah, it doesn't look great for Washington on the injury report. So two things. One um, that matters for this weekend, just a trend uh, against the spread this year, and one historic one that blew me away. The historic one is, you know the last – so Washington beat Dallas twice last year. You know the last time the Washington football team beat Dallas three in a row in any stretch? Let's guess, guess how many years ago it was. Just take a guess. 12. 1988. 
wow. was the last time watched to beat Dallas three games in a row. That that's just straight up, and that's just a historic thing. Against the spread, though, you mentioned Joe how good Dallas is, but I I wonder if a lot some of that came before people realized they were good and you were getting short numbers. So they're only four and three against Absolutely. the spread of numbers four or more. First three six and, weeks of the season, yes. Right. I think about the Eagles game. Right. I think they were three and a half, three, three and a half that Monday night in late September. They blew the Eagles out. Like once the numbers jumped, it's been a little bit different. They more been five hundred ish against the spread, but this one. It's, I mean, it's probably the game of the weekend or one of the games of the weekend, at least one of the games uh, of the best ones on Sunday here. So that's a great one. I can't wait for it. Anything I with the lean... total? Like, I, I don't know. 48 feels a bit high for a divisional matchup, but. Yeah, yeah. but it's, with it's a Washington, weird number. With Washington, if, the, if it's going to be a close game, that means it's going to be a lower scoring game. Sure. So I, yeah. I'd, I'd look Washington under Dallas over, right? Yeah, I'm going to lean Washington uh, plus the four and a half, but it's. I don't, I, I don't love either side of it. Or let's go to the Falcons and the Panthers on Sunday. Let me just throw this at you guys, and we'll throw the, the talk about the game itself. How are the Carolina Panthers favored right now against anybody? They don't have a quarterback. They just fired their offensive coordinator. They're, I, I don't think the Falcons are any good, but they're two-and-a-half-point favorites in this game because their defense? is that? Is, it's just all because the Carolina defense here? Is that, that what I'm, I'm betting on? Yeah, because that's the best unit in the game, right? Yeah. If we look at all four, you know, I, I guess Panthers are the best. Uh, yeah, they both stink. They're both terrible. They're both five and five seven. Five and seven. They're yeah. giving them too much credit for being at home. Uh, Atlanta has been bad against the spread throughout the year. They're four, seven, and one ATS. They've been an under team throughout. It's probably an under game, even though we're inside of 42 now. It opened at 43 and a half, sitting at 41 and a half. Uh, do you believe in Matt Rule? Because if you believe in Matt Rule, you're going to run the ball 35 times without Christian McCaffrey. Like, that makes a lot of sense. I'm going to blame Joe Brady for not running the ball enough without CMC. Okay. Something else had to be going on behind the scenes. Or, or he's, just, he's just a guy that, that wants to push off blame like he's feeling the heat a little bit. And let, let's get rid of my young stud uh, offensive coordinator. Wonder if he ends up at LSU. That would be interesting Ooh. if he ends up Brian Kelly. Home. Goes back yeah. home. I'm sure they would welcome him with open arms. Uh, earlier in the week, I was thinking Atlanta. Give me the full field goal. But now inside of three. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. God, this is this is such a gross game. This is, if I don't have a play on this, I'm not going to be interested. I, I, under seems to be like the only play in this one, and I don't really want to do. God, do you believe rule? Do you do you think they're going to run the ball 35 to 40 times? I don't know what to believe, but I think that all the Matt Rule hype was a little, little overblown. Here, and you know what else it shows? Yeah. If you get quarterback wrong, it doesn't matter how good of a coach you are. They've got quarterback wrong every at every turn the last two years. They just keep getting it wrong. So the Falcons plus two and a half is minus one fourteen. Does that just mean more money's coming in on the Falcons? Like why? You know, when the underdog is juiced a little bit like that, what exactly does that mean? What's the other side? One oh six. So it's just a yeah, little the bit. Favorite. The favorite. The Panthers are minus two yeah. and a half. It's minus one oh six. I don't. Just, a, like, just a little bit towards the Atlanta side. It seems like. Yeah. It's not yeah. overwhelming. 
No, but I mean, it's kind of like, what's the point in taking the underdog if it's juiced a little bit? What's the point in betting this game? <laughs> well, that's Amen to that. You, you know what the craziest part of this game is? The winner of this game, if we if we think Dallas beats Washington, the winner They're of this game alive. is oh a four-way God. tie for the last playoffs. Right? Washington, Eagles, Minnesota, and the winner of this game. They're all six and seven. They all stink. Disgusting. <laughs> that's the truth. Disgusting. All... Let's move on. Bear, well, speaking of speaking of disgusting, the, the Chicago uh, Bears and the Green Bay Packers Sunday night football. So here's the good news: if you're going to bet on this game or watch this game, or at least watch it, but if you're going to bet on, it, we'll give you our advice right now. Justin Fields is going to play. That that at least is going to get me to put my eyes on the TV at, at eight o'clock on Sunday. Uh, Eleven and a half is the number right now. Total of forty three. That's a this got to be one of the biggest spreads of the year with such a low total. Like when you look at those things combined. Yep. Yep. And you're supposed to take the underdog in those spots. Sure. However, however, last 28 meetings between these two teams. Uh oh. Bears are seven and 21 against the spread. Now, wow. now a lot of those meetings you don't have spreads like this. Uh, we're, the Bears have lost six of seven. I will point out though. I mean, this is such a large number. Last week against the Cardinals, a team that that many view neck and neck with the Packers at the top of the NFC. Last week against the Cardinals, uh, Dalton had four interceptions, and the opponent still didn't cover uh, 11 and a half. That right. was, what, an 11-point game? So, I mean, the, the first matchup of the year at Soldier Field when Aaron Rodgers famously said, I own you, it was a 10-point game, and that was a five-point spread in that one. So, Oh, man, it's a lot of points. Jair Alexander back-to-back practices over the last couple of days could be big. He's missed the last eight games. But the bottom line is Aaron Rodgers does own the Bears. He's 22-5 and five straight up in his career against them. He's 20-7 and seven against the spread. The Packers have the best against the spread record in the NFL. They're 10-2 and two this year. And last week, uh, the Bears are going against Arizona, who is perfect on the road. This right. week, the Bears are going against the Packers, who are perfect at home. 5-0 and straight up, 5-0 and against the spread. Last three games for Green Bay, they are number three in the NFL at net yards per play. It's, it's tough to make an argument. It's tough uh, for the Bears' side. It looks like uh, Montgomery's going to be out there. He did not play last matchup. It looks like Allen Robinson's going to return. Randall Cobb's out. And I know to most people that's not a big deal, but Rodgers goes to him a whole yeah. bunch. And the, the teams coming off the bye have not performed well this year against the spread as a whole. Yeah, I mean, since week one, uh, Packers are 10-1 and one against the spread. Because remember week one, they got blown out by the, the Saints, and that, that was kind of the shock of that week. And they've been on a great – they're the anti-Packers. I mean, you, whatever is, the spread is, they cover it. I'm the anti-Chiefs, excuse me. I can't. The, I can't. I, I can make a case. I can't take the Bears in this spot. I can't. Yeah, I can't either. I, I would be on the Packers or nothing. Aaron, what do you think of this game? I like. I think it's the Packers for me. Um, they are one of the rare teams that does play well at home, as Joe mentioned. Um, Five and zero ATS and straight up. So I'd probably take the Packers this one. It's a big number though, minus eleven and a half. But Bears are off a bye against the spread. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, quickly here. Lions, Broncos. You're ready on the Lions plus the 10, Aaron, from yesterday. This is another one where the, the number and the total, I mean, it, it points you towards the underdog. The total in this game is only 42 and a half. The Lions are getting 10. Aaron, you, uh, you're sticking with it? Lions plus the 10? 
Of course, I can't change my mind. I know Joe likes to make fun of me. I overreact, but I'm not changing my mind after one day. I'm on the line still. The if bet has been no. placed. If Jared Goff plays and it's fine, their team total is 16. That's a, just, that's a small total right now for the Detroit Lions. You, you trust Dan Campbell as an offensive coordinator against Vic Fangio as a defensive coordinator? Uh, I don't feel great about that. <laughs> that might be the biggest mismatch I've ever seen. Yeah, it, it might be bad. And the, the Broncos coming off. Would you lay the 10 with, De with Detroit? Or De Absolutely not. Yeah. Okay. This, no. No. This is a no-go. God. I, I need to see the status of the offense, uh, defense line. I know that's boring, but I'm sorry. That's, no. that's just where we are. And this is, this is Detroit or nothing. Uh, last, last four games for Detroit have all landed within a field goal final score. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks with BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Bucks Bills. We'll hit that next right here on the BetQL Network.